quick reminder, guys, that this is an older episode and it does not currently reflect the state of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. We're simply re-uploading it because after I moved to Anchor.fm, it disappeared and we want it cataloged. Thanks. To BG Mania, a weekly video game music podcast found right here at Level Down Games, where we explore some excellent tracks and talk about our experiences with each game. I'm Brian, joined as always by one of the most fearsome dinosaur hunters around. It's Frank. The Frankosaurus Rex, baby. <laughs> Wait, wasn't that your actual Twitter handle or is it still your Twitter handle? It still is. At the Frankosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. So that's actually really relevant and funny. Don't forget to head on over to Apple podcast or wherever you're listening to us and leave that five star rating and a review. So we continue to climb the charts in terms of search results. Since BG Mania and Level Down Games is entirely self-funded as a passion project at the current time, we are trying to get advertisers, but at the current time, we are still self-funded. You can directly support the show and the brand through one or all of the affiliate links listed in the description of the podcast. Thanks in advance if you choose to do so. And I just want to say real quick. Again, I apologize for the episode length last week. It was like two hours and 20 minutes. It was a great episode. But I want to thank you personally, the listeners, the audience for reaching out to us and sending us emails and sending us comments about how you enjoyed the show and how you enjoyed the the different side of us that we've really not shown before on BG Mania or really anywhere on on three level down games. We've never kind of done something like that before and just kind of just went in depth with some personal stories. It was a lot of fun for Frank and I to do. We'll probably never do it again just because it was so hard to get through. But I really do enjoy that you guys liked it. It wasn't me. It was someone else. Wasn't that a song? It wasn't me. <laughs> yes. The, the, by, by Shaggy. Yeah. Too dope. OK, but we don't sing Shaggy on this on this podcast. OK, we are a Coolio podcast. <laughs> always have been. Always will be. I don't know, man. We haven't done Coolio in a while. Maybe we have to Shaggy too dope, you know, Violent J. Maybe in Detroit when they live 20 miles away. That's right. I just hit you with, I just hit you with some M&M. All right. We're there done. We're, we're done with our rap references for this episode. <laughs> I don't like rap. Uh, you still do, though, but I'm not a huge fan of it. I like all music except for country music. Again, I just I, I'm glad that you guys enjoyed last week's episode. It really it was a lot of fun to put together. And it was a lot of fun to re-listen to. I listened to the entire thing from start to finish, obviously, when I was putting it together and editing it. I really enjoyed the music we played and just the stories we told, man. For real, I, I like to thank Morrissey for sponsoring that episode. Um did he? 
well, because he makes you sad, and, you know, the Smiths. And, okay, ah. no, no more. No, I promise you, no more horrible jokes for the rest of the episode from me. I highly doubt that. <laughs> I'll try. If you couldn't tell from our opening track there, we are doing our very first ever listener suggestion. We finally got a couple. We actually have a couple now. Um, but the first one we're going to do is the very first one we ever got. And that's from the Mixmaster, who contacted us back at the beginning of January of this year and suggested a few tracks from Turok 2. But then he went on to say that he actually would love an episode focus on Turok 1 and 2 for the Nintendo 64. He said that Turok 2 soundtrack is among one of his favorite soundtracks of all time because it's so good. But he wanted us to kind of focus on the first two games. So that's what we're doing here on today's episode. We will be taking a look at a mixture of music from Turok Dinosaur Hunter and Turok 2 Seeds of Evil for the Nintendo 64. I think we have six tracks from Turok 1 and 10 tracks from Turok 2. Uh, I agree with the Mixmaster. Now, Turok 2, it's, it's not one of my favorite soundtracks of all time, but the soundtrack is a lot better than the soundtrack for Turok 1. <laughs> Turok 1 soundtrack, oh, yeah. largely, it, it has a lot of similarities from track to track. It's definitely jungle beats and just big booming bass drum, and it's just kind of what it is, and a little bit of, you know, foresty, jungly sounds here and there, but there's some there's some actually really good stuff in there including that opening track we heard, which is my first pick on the episode. Uh, the track is called Catacombs, again from Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Now, talking specifically about Turok 1 on the Nintendo 64, it was developed by Iguana Entertainment and published by Acclaim Entertainment, and the composer for the entire soundtrack, so the next six tracks you're going to hear, were all done by Darren Mitchell. This released yes. here on the Nintendo 64 March 4th, 1997. So this was a spring late winter, early spring title in 1997. I do own Turok 1 and 2. I do. Now, did you know Turok was actually based on a comic book? Yes, I do remember that. The, the, the comics from the 50s uh, put out by uh, Valiant and Dark Horse Comics. But yeah, he's a uh, it's, 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 it, it, these are all it's a, it's a character gathered from an old comic. And it's, it's a pretty cool comic at that. I've never actually like I've never read any of the comics or skimmed through them even. But I do remember hearing, and I want to say it was in an issue of, like, GamePro back in 97 that they talked about the, the character being from the comics. That's exactly how I know it. Oh, my okay. God. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember back then, like, how, how I remembered it. So well, when we were doing this episode, I, had, I literally had to look up. I was like, I, I know I read this. I know I'm not crazy. Well, I am crazy. But uh, I, I, I know I've heard this before. And I was like, OK, there you go. I had to get my verification on it. Yeah, and you know what? You know what? You know what's hilarious is I have that. I have those Game Pro issues in a box somewhere, so I can literally find that issue and, and pull it out. I'm curious what issue that number that was because I'm I'm almost guaranteeing I have it. But, I, I had them all. I mean, I've thrown them all away. I wish I kept them all, but yeah. Yeah, I still I still have mine. I definitely still have mine. So these were fun games. These were definitely fun. But Turok One and Turok Two were definitely fun games that I do own, as I mentioned. I rented Turok Three from the local video store when that one released. And then the series just kind of fell off. I mean, I know they released a GameCube version in 2002, and then there was a crappy reboot that had nothing to do with the previous games in 2008 on Xbox 360 and PS3. And I, honestly, that reboot probably killed the series and killed the franchise because it didn't do well and it just kind of it kind of sucked. So I, I really don't think and it's unfortunate because I do think a, Tur a new Turok game in 2019 or, you know, if they started it in 2019, it'll probably release in like 2022 or 2023. Let's just say a new Turok game, either this generation or next generation, would probably be 
man, it would be actually really interesting. It would be interesting. And you know what it would remind me of is uh, Prey on the Xbox 360, the original Prey. Yeah, they could even honestly uh, just know because I am very familiar with the Turok world. Uh, it could be like Kingdom Hearts because there are a lot of like dimensions that he goes to. In fact, the, the original Japanese name of the game was Turok Dimensional Hunter. Wait, we're going to so we're going to see Disney characters in Turok? In a essence, I wouldn't say I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go the full. <laughs> Does THQ Nordic own the Turok IP now? Oh, that would be great. But like, you know, maybe they team up with Warner Brothers. No, I, think Warner, I, think, like, I think Warner Brothers would be a good uh, a good studio to actually have this. You know, you, you get Daffy Duck and Sylvester when King Bugs is doing his thing. Okay, I, I couldn't even go one song in without making some kind of stupid reference. So. <laughs> um, interesting to note, Touchstone Games is the one that published the 2008 version of Turok on uh, 360 and PS3, which uh, they used to be Buena Vista Games under Disney. So you might not be too Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're not anymore. They are now an independent thing. Uh, they are no longer, I mean, they, they act independently from Disney Interactive, Uh so I think they still own the rights to Turok. So maybe, maybe we will see something in the future, but I highly doubt it. Um, but I do like that track, though. And I and I do like this episode. I think we're going to have some fun doing this. I think we found the best of the best from Turok 1 and Turok 2. So why don't you hit us with another track and see where we're going to go from here? Uh, I, for my first pick, uh, I picked the worst of the Jurassic Park titles. This is going to be The Lost World. That was the Lost World. What can I say about Darren Mitchell that hasn't been said before? Um, well, we didn't actually say we didn't actually say much earlier, so you could probably say a lot of things. I, I got nothing. I, I am ill prepared for Darren Mitchell facts. Oh, you suck. However, I do have facts. A little liner note about uh, the international release of Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Okay. So uh, earlier I did say you know that in Japan it was Dimensional Warrior Turok. 
but in Germany, Germany is really harsh with their censorship. So for one, all the all the blood in the PAL version had to be removed for them, but they also got rid of all the human enemies and replaced them with robots. And all the sound effects associated with the humans were given robotic noises, so it's not good to, to kill. Apparently, they don't want you killing humans, which man truly is the deadliest prey. Well, I could see why that would be something that they would potentially be sensitive about. Uh, I guess if, if we're going to. OK, I didn't even think about that, to be quite honest. I'm yeah, kind of I, dumb, a little I, slow. I, um, I, I definitely think that would be something to be sensitive over. So I, I, I get but, it. But, but, but Germany in general is actually pretty harsh when it comes just across the board, with, with, with even now to this day, with uh, any kind of killing of humans. Sure, sure, sure. So um, I love that track. I love like when, like 30 seconds in when the whole like just the the baseline really gets going and the and the drum just starts kicking in. I was digging it, dude. I was bopping my head. I really like that track. You know, it's I would love to go to the Lost World, just not the Lost World, like I said, of Jurassic Park, because that movie was an abomination. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you could kind of hear what I was talking about, because the track does have a lot of similarities with the Catacombs, the track we opened in with. It does. So. Again, this whole soundtrack really is more jungle beats and jungle flavors, but I, this this one is really good. Like again, the the baseline in it just it really stood out to me. So uh, there there definitely are some good redeeming qualities about the the Turok One soundtrack that I think can really be seen in the uh, some of the battle and boss music. So I actually picked out two tracks from Turok One that were all that were boss music, and I want to play one of those now. Uh, awesome. Again, again, we're focusing on Turok one uh, called Turok Dinosaur Hunter. This track right here is the battle versus Long Hunter and Mantis.
And that was the Battle versus Long Hunter and Mantis from Turok Dinosaur Hunter, again composed by Darren Mitchell, who I do happen to know a few things about, Frank. I just didn't do any, I'm not like you, not doing my research or anything like that. I got research on him now. Did you know he's from Seattle, Washington? Because I do. Well, <laughs> no, well, he, he is. He is from no, Seattle, yeah. Washington. Well maybe, maybe, well, maybe he lives in Seattle, but he was born in Dallas, Texas. Okay, well. His band camp has enlisted in Seattle, so I'm assuming he lives there now. He received his bachelor's degree from the University of North Texas. <laughs> okay, we're not going that his in arms. depth. We're not going that in depth. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I kind of just briefly want to mention some other games that he composed because I, I do find some of the things interesting here. Um, he did the soundtrack to the PC and Nintendo 64 versions of South Park, the video game, the, the, the very, very crappy one that released a long time ago. Uh, so doing the music for that, I don't know that that's an accomplishment or not, but he, he did it. He, he has a blurb on that if you'd like. My my development was for three weeks with the music is uh, the same sounds on every piece. I found a, a style I like and stuck with it. Not my greatest work, but there is some fun stuff there. That's hilarious. Uh, looks like he did the main theme for Ghost Recon 2, uh, Turok 1, Turok 2, and Turok Rage Wars, but not Turok 3 and not the Turok Evolution or the Turok Reboot. I uh, worked on NHL 2K Supercard and then kind of disappeared and came back for NBA 2K17, <laughs> which he did the uh, all the original tracks in that game. Uh, so interesting to that he just disappeared after Turok came back and did that. I don't really count Carnival games. I know you probably do, but I don't. You bought the game. Well, he didn't do the music for Carnival games, okay? He did the music for Carnival ga- new Carnival games, the sequel to the amazing Carnival games. Yeah, but I wasted like thirty bucks on stupid shovelware. Damn you, Wii. Yeah, man, there were so many shovelware titles on the Wii. It was crazy, but that's really all. That's like his discography, so to speak, in terms of video game music. So he didn't really work on all that much. Uh, Turok definitely is his claim to fame, uh, specifically Turok One and Turok Two, and I freaking love that drum beat in that track, dude. That is uh, yeah. so good. That is a banger right there. I I could play that and go out to battle. Like that's. Yeah, I, I could see you just playing that in general by walking out to battle. Got it in there! <laughs> Brian, Brian, Brian. This is an audio podcast, okay? <laughs> they can't see that sweet, sexy chest hair. Well, it is there. Just p- picture a nice radiant garden of black hair tufting out across my manly chest. Wait, radiant garden is the place in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, so there's actually a whole world going on right here. So <laughs> <laughs> Uh, great pick, though. I really enjoy that track. So uh, I'm surprised you actually didn't pick any of the battle music from from Turok 1. Did you? I don't think you did, knowing what you have coming up. I do. Uh, my next track. Oh, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. OK, you do. Yeah, OK, I can't. We have to go battle to battle, Brian. OK, we got to keep this keep this funky. Uh, this track is officially called The Fortress. Enjoy. Shinkui.
And that was the fortress. That's where you uh, you face the campaigner, who is the main bad guy of the game. Yeah, that was a great level and a great, like a very fun boss fight, actually. I really miss playing these games. I mean, just doing this episode has given me the itch to pick up my bow and arrow and go outside and start killing dinosaurs. Do you have it in your backyard? I, I do know that there's Pokemon that spawn in the backyard, so if I can just find a way. Is that kind of like a dinosaur? <laughs> I guess so. If you fire a bow and arrow at a Pokemon, will you actually hit it or will it just hit blank Eric since there's actually nothing there? Well, technically, I may hit like a neighbor or a squirrel or something like that. But we don't... <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess I'll err on, on the side of caution and not do that. Yeah. You know, play it better to play it safe rather than be sorry in the future. No, well, it's better. It's, it's, it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. OK, I don't know if that's always true. I don't know if that's always true. I think uh, there's certain things that it's better to ask for permission first, but Yes. <laughs> I meant to go back and play these games because, uh, again, I do have these on the Nintendo 64. I actually have my two cartridges upstairs in a basket that I just recently went through, actually, because I, uh, I before I hooked up my Super Nintendo Classic upstairs in the bedroom to play, you know, at night before Jessica and I go to sleep. I originally hooked up my actual Super Nintendo, like the, the legit console and was going to play some of my cartridges and the Super Nintendo, like, just was not turning on. So I, I think it finally broke. They, they're pretty temperamental. Yeah, I think it finally bit the dust. So I had to put that back in its box. And, you know, I fired up the Super Nintendo Classic. But I still have my Nintendo 64 still works because I've played it within the past six months upstairs. So I, I really did mean to play these games again in preparation for this episode. But I played if you listen to our Max Level podcast that uploaded on this past Monday, I played 13 games and didn't have any time to play anything else. Uh, this was definitely a busy week for me, and, and this particular week now is actually busy as well since I'm playing through Far Cry New Dawn, Metro Exodus, Death End Anthem. Request, and yeah, getting prepared for Anthem. So there's a lot going on right now, as there usually always is in February. But I really do enjoy this track as well. Like I said, I really think we picked the best of the best from Turok 1. I think the other tracks, while they're still decent, uh, they, they really are just more of that jungle stuff we keep talking about for these tracks. And the ones we're, we're playing here on the show at least have a little bit different stuff going for them to to make them unique and just, I don't know, better fun or, or not better fun, but more fun to listen to. More funner. More funner. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, all right, man. Well, I actually have one more battle track for us to listen to from Turok 1 before you close out our little block of Turok music or Turok Dinosaur Hunter music. So let's take a listen to this one here. This is the battle versus T-Rex.
And that was the Battle versus T-Rex from Turok Dinosaur Hunter, again, composed by Darren Mitchell. And I actually misspoke earlier. So I think I may have found the actual studio or team that owns the IP for Turok. It looks like Night Dive Studios actually has it based out of Vancouver, Washington. Uh, I forgot, dude, that there was a remastered version of the first Turok that was released on PC in 2015 and Xbox One just last year, March 2018, March 2nd, 2018. So there is a a slightly remastered version of the first game. Uh, I, I wouldn't say that it is amazing by any means, and I, I haven't played it, but just looking at it, I wouldn't say that it looks amazing by any means, but I forgot that that team actually released that. So that might be the studio now that has the Turok IP. So if we were going to get a new game, it might be from them. Or they're going to get bought by a much larger, awesome conglomeration. Yes, you Nordic. No, 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 oh. no, 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 we're not. We're not. We're not going there. I don't. But I, I know I made the joke earlier, but <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it out in the ether. THQ Nordic, make it happen. Uh, Night Dive is the team that's doing the remake of System Shock, though, which is interesting. So, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely a team that has some talented people behind it. Um, You know, they have some people that used to work at Sony Online Entertainment. So um, it's definitely a team that is passionate about certain things. So if they ever have the funds, I I would like to see them take a stab at a new Turok game. I think that'd be interesting. But for right now, I think they're just content. They really used to the remake or the remaster of Turok. And they also did a remaster of Turok, too which we're going to play some tracks from here in a bit after we play one more from Turok 1. In fact, uh, Night Dive, I'll give a shout out to them. They're one of the awesome uh, companies out there who offered up uh, jobs to Blizzard Activision people who... Uh, oh, did their, they? Uh, very yeah. cool, very cool. We actually talked about that in length on the Maxwell podcast on Monday. Any studio that really scoops up some of these employees that were let go from Activision Blizzard is benefiting in the long run because those guys just are some of the best of the best. I mean, especially mm-hmm. the guys that were from Blizzard, Blizzard being one of the most prestigious game studios out there. Uh, any any team that's able to land those guys really is going to benefit from it, I think. All right, so why don't you just take me down to the ancient city where the dinosaurs are green and the bows are pretty. Oh, won't you please take me home? Thank you. It's all I needed there. That's why I stopped. So closing out Tarok 1. Yes. Yes. This is Ancient City.
And then closing out Turok Dinosaur Hunter, that was the ancient city. There's a lot going on there, huh? There's a lot going on, and I really like when it really gets into it, man. Like with the just the instrument change, that's that's a great track. That was a good way to close out uh, Dinosaur Hunter for sure. Yeah, a lot of Tom Tom, huh? They really like the Tom Tom. Yeah, it's it's and it's this. It's just that same beat in like every track, and it's. It, I'm not gonna lie, it gets kind of catchy. <laughs> I, but I hear that track all the time whenever I drink three or four uh, monsters or Red Bulls. Is that your heartbeat? Oh yeah, it's just. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> Better get that checked out. Dangerous. And then and, and then I take a nice like three hour nap. Yeah. Is that uh, good? No, you said you drinking these at work, so yeah, I didn't, no. I, didn't, I didn't, I didn't think so. But yeah, man, I don't know. That was a, that was a that was a good track. It was, and I don't know what else to say about the music in Dinosaur Hunter because it literally is so similar, and just I think we've said a lot. So uh, I guess that's a good way to transition to Turok Two, which I do think, much like the Mixmaster said, and we read his comments earlier in the show but it has a much stronger soundtrack. Oh, we highly, highly agree with him on that. Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot more variety here and a lot more epicness, I guess, is, is the easiest way to say it. There's a lot more stuff going on in the uh, Seeds of Evil soundtrack for Turok 2. So we're going to transition now to that game. Again, everything you're going to hear from this one was also composed by Darren Mitchell. So it's kind of like we're doing an impromptu deep dive, a composer deep dive, so to speak, into Darren Mitchell. Because you and I were joking around about this while listening to the last track, but he's not something we would ever have done a deep dive for because his discography is so small. You know, the amount of games he's worked on is just so small. And really, the only things of note that he did that were good were Turok 1 and 2. So if we were ever to do a deep dive into him, we would have just picked music from Turok 1 and 2. So not only is this a spotlight episode where we're looking at music from Turok 1 and Turok 2, thanks to the Mixmaster suggestion, but it's also a deep dive into Darren Mitchell. <laughs> you know what? Let's also make it a radio hour. Let's play something that's not even Turok. No, we're not playing a track from South Park. I was going to try to get a Portal 2 track in here. It's who, sort he of did, my thing. who he didn't actually do anything for. I bet you he played Portal. Probably played it, but didn't do anything for it. So uh, I think the best way to kick off our block of Turok 2 music now is with the title track. So from Turok 2, this is the title.
And that was the title from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil, again, composed by Darren Mitchell. And yeah, I, I know I made a joke about the drum beat, and yes, it's still there. But did you notice there's another instrument there now? We have something else in that track. And uh, I actually think about after playing this track and after picking the music, uh, I think I'm putting a title screen episode into the future, and I actually think I'm going to do that soon. I think it'd be fun to explore music that plays during title screens for games. Pencil it in. Yeah. Oh, I, I hear sirens. Well, that's because I live here in the hood, yo. And <laughs> New Jack's about to come busting in, dude. Boom, boom, <laughs> Scared you. So, yeah, that, that was the title theme, huh? Uh, so this game was not called... Turok 2 Seeds of Evil in Japan. Oh, okay. It was called Violence Killer. Oh, I was going to say Turok Dinosaur Hunter 2. No, no. Violence Killer Turok New Generation. So random. I'm sure it sounds much better in the native tongue. <laughs> that's like a loose translation to the English language. That's the, that's, the, that's the literal translation of what it is. But I'm sure it's just like, you know, when you say something in Spanish, it doesn't come out the same way. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's that's an interesting name for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I like that he took what he did with Turok 1. You still have a lot of those, you know, heavy drum beats and just jungly kind of feelings to it. But now we're getting some more instruments. And there's actually a couple tracks I know we have coming up that are that are a lot more rocking in nature as well. Oh, hell yeah. Starting with what I got for you right now, Brian. Oh, you're going to go with one? I'm going to go for a nice epic boss fight. OK, this is Mother Boss.
And that little ditty was the mother boss. That was great, dude. I mean, there's a lot of awesome music in Turok too. Uh, Mixmaster, I tip my hat to you. I'm not really wearing a hat, but you know, just figure it out. Um, tip your bald head. My head is not bald, okay? There's, there's, a little bit, there's, there's a little bit of hair. Patches of hair here and there. That's what happens when you give yourself your own headache. <laughs> your own uh, headache? Uh, I'll give myself my own headache with my own haircut. <laughs> I'm a baller on a budget, okay? Till Love It All Games starts paying me the big bucks. Yeah. Or, or any bucks. Any, any, yeah, no, we work for free, son. We work for free right now. Yeah. Trust me, it's, it's, it, it's definitely uh, not as fun as it sounds. <laughs> Working for free. Um, we didn't mention this, and I guess we should have. Turok 2, again, developed by Iguana Entertainment, published by Acclaim Entertainment. This released on the Nintendo 64 here in North America, October 21st, 1998. So about a year and a half later. Hmm. It's definitely a better game. It is, it is a better game. It's, it's, it's a, it's, I think it's a way better game than Turok 1. Best in the trilogy. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. I would agree with you. And it, But again, though, going back to that track you just played, just, that's awesome. That was really good. Like, that was really, really good. Like not even knowing anything, you know it's you know that's a boss track. Like yeah, just, just... absolutely, and it, and it has like a an epicness to it. And like I mentioned before, that there's a lot more epic stuff in Turok too. But I don't remember the fight as much as I do some of the Turok one fights, which is kind of crazy though. Like I don't remember the mother boss fight that much. I remember I, I I vaguely remember it, but for some reason it doesn't like immediately jump out to my mind. Like some of the ones from Turok well, one, it has, it has been about twenty something years now. So but Turok was earlier though, and I, I remember stuff from that one more vividly than I do from Turok 2. So I don't know, but I but I do remember enjoying Turok 2 more so than I did with Turok 1. So I don't know why I can't. I remember the music, but I can't specifically place like I remember Mother Boss, but I don't remember the actual fight itself that much. So I don't know. Um, Where do I want to go next, though? Actually, you know what? I think I want to do a track we, without knowing it. You picked a track that the Mixmaster suggested that we do during this episode. So because you picked that track, I then picked the other track that he re recommended that we do. So that way you and I both had one and we're kind of crossing over each with the Mixmaster once. All right. So I'm going to go and play his track now that he uh, he suggested for this episode. And it's one, you know, this is just going under my picks uh, from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. This is Port of Adia.
and that was Port of Adia from Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. Now, if you didn't tell me and I didn't know that was Turok 2, I wouldn't know. That sounds nothing like what we've heard so far in this episode. Uh, the intro was really solid. I, I just like the way that the, the different instruments were used throughout the track. And it feels my my one complaint and the one thing that I'll say about the track is that it feels like it's building up to something that never arrives. Like it, it's <laughs> the it's the same, like, you know, that just like like a, like a new track would play once you got to that certain spot. Yeah, it's the same like melody over and over and over again. And it's it's good. I enjoy it, but it always feels like there should have been like another movement to that or another stanza, so to speak. Or, you know what I mean? Just like something different that would have made the track just a little bit better. But I do enjoy it a lot. I think it's a great track that I get why it's one of the ones that the Mixmaster recommended for the episode. Um, it was fun. I liked it. I don't know. I got to find one for you as well. Uh, I went boss to boss on my picks. Okay. Uh, this one right here is called the Manted Primogen Boss. that was the Manted Primogen Boss or Primogen Boss. I don't know. Me neither. Prima Games. Primogen Boss. Well, now you are trying to make me sad. What is this last episode? You son of a bitch. <laughs> Rest in peace, Prima Games. But now Walmart does put out a nice free gaming magazine, so you should have that. You should have that. Is it any good, though? Did you actually look at it? Eh, it's not bad. There's actually a couple of nice articles in it. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, just so, some more awesome epic uh, boss music. Yeah, I like that. I, I didn't. I mean, it's definitely stronger than the boss music we had and that we heard from the first game. And it def it went through these different things to where like it sounded like a boss fight and then it didn't. And then it sounded like a boss fight again. So I, I like that it was able to do that. I And again, I for some reason, I am not remembering. I'm going to have to play this game again. I I, not, my, my whole mind is a big blank on this one, which, is, which sucks because I remember loving these games. Yeah, it, I mean, I remember again, I remember the settings. I remember the fight itself, but I don't remember exactly how the fight went. And I can't I don't know why. Unless, like something must have happened to that part of my brain that housed the information for Turok 2. But I'm going to have to because I don't remember if there was like a, a pause in the boss fight or if there was something that happened in between to where the music would have changed for a little bit. So. Again, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and play through at least Turok 2 again, because Turok 1, again, I remember a good chunk of that, and I was able to distinctly picture the music and the boss fights that we were talking about in the settings. But this one here, besides a few different areas, I, I'm having trouble remembering certain things. So, um, but yeah, just another great track again. I think uh, just Darren Mitchell, he knew what he was doing with, with the Turok soundtracks because they do capture that feeling. Like, it's like, but it's like, it's like a whole like new evolution of music though. Like from one and two. Oh, it's, two is amazing. It's, it's night and day, dude. It's night and day. So I don't know. Uh, I have a boss fight theme now. I have, I have a no. I don't actually. I'm going to. <gasps> you lied to me, Brian. How dare you? Well, I skipped a track. I skipped a track. So I'm gonna go okay, ahead okay. and jump to a kind of like a, a spooky feeling track. I think this would have fit perfectly into an episode in October. Or just like, a, you know, a Halloween's theme or a Radiar in October. So from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil, this is Intro to the Hive.
And that was Intro to the Hive from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. And yeah, man, like I said, that is very, that's in such an unsettling track. It's very eerie. It's very spooky. And, and then again, this is in an area in the game that I do happen to remember that is, you know, it, it's meant to be unsettling. It's meant to be spooky. And it captures that emotion and that aesthetic perfectly. It does. Just like the the hint of the, the chanting vocals we have in that track are also, you know, I, I enjoy that a lot. So. That was, that was good. I, I, you know me, I'm a sucker for chanting and anything. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's such it's such it's used subtly. Like it's not like, you know, overdone or to where it just dominates the entire track, but it's meant to add to the ambiance and add to the everything. A certain and a certain malaise, if you will, to it. Mayonnaise. I am starving. Um, okay. <laughs> Why don't you just eat mayonnaise, dude? We had talked about eating tuna out of a can earlier. Eat mayonnaise out of a jar. What you got to do? Is you mix the Ooh. tuna and, and you put the tuna in your mouth, then you put the mayonnaise in your mouth, and then you mix it all up. That's gross. Okay, Brian, how dare you? You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. Okay. That's the thing you do when you're drunk, okay? And I don't I, I believe if you choose the booze you lose. That's what it's all about. Alright, Brian. I'll tell you what it's all about. It's all about my next track. Okay. This one's gonna knock your socks off. This is the Adon Hub. And that was the Adon Hub, a nice kind of slow, melancholy, emotional-esque kind of song. You know, it's yeah, call back to last week. Kind of figure I take it down a notch, you know, before I just melt your face off with my last two tracks. Uh, kind of keep you nice and breezy. 
nice little callback to last week. Uh, not nearly as emotional as some of the uh, some of the stuff we it, heard it, last if week. If you but... haven't heard the emotional episode yet, I highly recommend going back to it. It's probably one of our best. Yeah, I, I do. I do agree. And and I put a spoiler notice in there in the actual description for the episode because, you know, you and I did take liberties and really discussing the tracks in detail and, you know, where they are and why they are so emotional and why they made us feel the way that they did. So I get why certain people may not want to hear the episode until after they finish the games that we talk about. But if you finish the games or you don't care about spoilers, then then definitely give it a listen because it is a great episode. But uh, this track, yeah, man, it, it, it's definitely it, I don't believe it was emotional in the game. It was just more like a piece, not really peaceful, but just like a tranquil type track so in the tranquil setting. Exactly. But it, it definitely has a not really an emotional feel for me, but just again, just peaceful, just serene, tranquil, just peaceful and happy is an emotion, Brian. OK, let's not be sad all the time. It, it, it's definitely an emotion, but I, it's not really, really what I think of when I think of emotional. When I think emotional, I think sad because then really, I mean, we're we're just emotional all the time because, you know, I've yes. Just... We're, yeah, well, if you read a Green Lantern comment once in a while, you know that we're, we're nothing but emotions. OK, is that how it goes? Some shit like that. I don't know. Let's get convoluted once the new 52 came around. That's either here nor there. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Um, I think I'm going to have to pick it back up. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to pick it back up now because right, I'm, right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to a boss battle from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. This is the blind one boss. was the blind one boss from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil. And there we had a little bit of our our basic drum beat that we've heard so much this episode make a return. He needs the drum beat. He can't see where he's going. (laughs) This is a great track, though. This is definitely a boss fight that I do remember. I actually do remember this one for some reason. Not the other ones, but I I do remember this one. And uh, 
yeah, man, that music fits perfectly, and it just it adds to the epicness of this fight. I am gonna play this game tonight. Like, I'm not, I'm not even, I, no joke. I'm playing this game tonight. I doubt it. Tonight is in the night we record, or tonight is in the day it posts. Are you predicting the future, or are you actually doing it today? Well, the future is now. Uh, no, I have nothing else to play tonight. So, uh, nothing else to play. Nothing. I, nothing. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you should no, play. Honestly, I, 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 I want to pop this in. Uh, I really, uh, I'm getting hyped just for playing Turok. Even if you don't finish it. I'm not, I, I, did, not, I did not say I was going to finish this game. But you not probably even, could, because I don't think it was that long. I mean, maybe eight hours, I guess. Well, I guess that would be kind of tough for you to do in one night, but I do it all the time in one day. Uh, well, must, must be nice. It is nice. Again, though, like I said, it's not nice to work for free, but it's nice to play games all the time. Um... But yeah, man, I don't know. Just the boss music in this game is definitely way better. So I, I like that we picked a nice variety of, of boss music. And, to, and and we have some stage music and, you know, some somber, slower music. And just it's we had a nice variety for Turok, too. We did. We did. We did. In fact, for my next pick, uh, I chose this one all by myself. Oh, this is the other one that the Mixmaster picked then, huh? Oh, oh there you go. Yeah. Uh, so me, me, me and the Mixmaster, we're in agreement. This song is pretty freaking sweet. This is the River of Souls.
and that was the River of Souls. Uh, this, this, as I said, was a submission by the Mixmaster. Right, which I, so I, I like that you picked it without even knowing it, so. Uh, I do think he picked one of the best songs in the entire soundtrack uh, on that one. Yeah, I actually agree, man. I actually think that's really well done. Um, it's it's very good track, and it, it might be the maybe my favorite. Now, we have two good tracks coming up, but that one is possible contender for being track of the soundtrack, you know, like the best one on the entire on the entire disc. The melody that Darren Mitchell used for this track, uh, it was good, man. It was really well done. And what I particularly paid attention to and liked throughout that track from what we listened to, uh, it is a nine and a half minute track. So we, we listened to a good chunk of it and you are going to keep hearing it play in the background while we're talking. But the different dynamics that were used in that piece, like it, it got soft and then it would get a little bit louder. And then, you know, it, it explored a side of music theory and music in general that we haven't heard really in the Turok soundtrack yet. So I, I, I like that he was able to do that with this track. Yeah, honestly, I, I'm right there. I think this is the second best track in the whole thing. I'm closing out with the best. Okay, okay. It's going to be the most spectacular thing you've ever heard. Okay, okay, perfect. I'm excited to see what you close out with, But even though I already know, but I haven't listened to the track yet. Uh, but I'm sure I've heard it, but I haven't listened to it since we've done the episode or prep for it. But I'm going to set you up nicely for your closing out track because I know what you picked, like I said. So I have one track left. You have one track left. Let's take a listen from Turok 2, Seeds of Evil. This is the Dark Totem.
And that was the Dark Totem from Turok to Seeds of Evil, what I consider to be... The Totem of the Dark World! The Totem of the Dark World! Fight, fight for the Dark World! Because I do think in Turok 2, the, the Dark Totem is much better than the uh, the counterpart track, which, glad we didn't play that one. But... Uh, <laughs> who would play that song, man? <laughs> but, yeah, man, this track is epic. It's definitely rocking. Um, really just... It's got a nice tempo to it. The melody is fantastic. Just it's it's a good it's a it's a good. I don't know what accent I was slipping into there. <laughs> uh, but, it's something Romanian. It's, yeah, it's good. Pretty pretty blah, much. Blah, but blah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I enjoyed it. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to our Romanian friends. Which hey, I thought we have a couple listeners that live in Romania. So, dude, I was so shocked. Instead of just Romanește, okay. What? You don't speak Romanian. Uh, yes, I do. I don't know. I, I speak don't. I speak very limited Romanian, but I absolutely do speak Romanian. Here's the thing about you that I don't think some people realize: you speak a lot of languages. But I you, really you, do. Only, you only know like one or two sentences in each language. I, <laughs> I, I, I try to learn a lot of them on a conversational level, which right. is like basic, like like the basic phrases and stuff. But uh, I do speak a little basic Romanian. Uh, I actually speak it every once in a while with a guy at work who's from Romania. So okay. Yeah, it, it blows my mind that you do know so many languages, but it's funny to me how the the languages you do know, it's literally just very specific sayings or very specific phrases. But, More like, hello, like, goodbye, uh, I'm sorry, thank you. Like, you you tend to know those basic yes. phrases in, in several, several languages. Yeah, you have to know I'm sorry, okay? Well, yeah, especially <laughs> be when you're you. <laughs> I think you apologize more than the average human being. But, you know, it's it's good to have a good basic uh, knowing of languages because it helps you, uh, you know, decipher things in video games and life, you know, when they use Latin or other kinds of things. I so. wish I could understand and fluently speak Japanese because then I could play some of these Japanese games a lot sooner. I told you I speak very fluent Japanese. You do not, though. It is definitely you You do understand certain Japanese, but you, the rest of your Japanese knowledge is very uh, satrical in nature. <laughs> okay. okay, okay. But that that is definitely something that I, I would love to do if I ever had the time to, because Japanese, in my opinion, is, is one of the hardest languages to learn because there's so many different kanji characters. Straight up there with English. English is actually the hardest one to learn, mm-hmm. but um, I'd like to get that done sometime and I never will have time to do it. But then I could play some of these Japanese games sooner than we would be able to play the English versions. I, 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 would, I would love for you to learn Japanese just enough to play the games. Yeah, well, even <laughs> it's funny because I've even considered because now Google has that app that can literally you hold your phone up and it literally translates in real time. Yep. I've, I've considered importing a game from Japan and trying to use that to play games. Literally, literally putting the phone on like a table, so to speak, in front of me, pointed at the TV. So that way, if whenever text comes up, I just have to look at my <laughs> phone and see what it's auto translating to. I think that'd be an interesting experiment to try, even even if it doesn't work. It would be worth the investment to import the game from Japan to try that out to see if it actually works. So I may it's do that idea. in the future for something that never got released here. But back to the music from Turok 2 and not about our you know, weird speaking of languages and, and knowing so many others like you do. That is a great track. And again, it's just it's very rocking. And I know it has a counterpart that uh, is pretty good as well. Spoiler alert. Uh, here comes my pick. Uh, yeah. We're going to close the episode out with the light totem. Yeah. Yeah. I set you up good, man. I set you up good. And you had the dark totem and the light totem. We had to get some balance there. You know, you can't without darkness and there's no light. No yeah. And, and, and I and I do tend to. Stuff. I do tend to prefer to fight fight for the light world 
but um, in, in this particular case, it's definitely about the uh, the Dark World, because I think the Dark Totem is a better track, but the Light Totem is great as well. Great song, great song. Uh, I thank you, Mixmaster, for suggesting Tarox. Yeah. You've, got, you've given me the bug to play the game, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, this was definitely I, a fun I, episode I, I, to I do. Very, I don't get that very often, but, you know, just hearing these tracks makes me want to do it. Yeah, this was a fun episode to do, and if you're out there and you want to suggest an episode for us to do in the future, I I am tending to put these episodes in about a month or so after we get them because we do have a, you know, we have a calendar of episodes that I have that go all the way up through the end of 2019. And, you know, I I even have ideas for next year. We have a lot of episode ideas, but anytime we get a suggestion for an episode theme or topic, we're always going to do it. Like, we will always do it, but it'll just be kind of we'll shift things around and we'll make it work. Like the one that we talked about last week that uh, Steven from Germany suggested where we do farewell music. I put that in next month. So we're going to do that episode next month. Uh, We talked about the title screen episode earlier. I think we'll probably put that in somewhere next month. So, I mean, I'll shift things around and make things work and just, and really just, I kind of took a glance at our schedule uh, earlier this week and we have a great lineup of episodes coming uh, this year, man, we do. And, for the first time ever, uh, next month we'll even have a sponsored episode, which is pretty freaking cool. I'm really looking it's forward to doing awesome. that. Uh, I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing that episode. Uh, I'm not going to spoil what it is because I, I want to uh, I want to leave the, su- the suspense and the surprise. But yeah, we were we were contacted and we are going to be doing a sponsored episode next month, which I think is pretty freaking cool. Um, so yeah, we're gonna take a listen to the Light Totem from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil to close out the episode, uh, your last pick, that again, man, it's another rocking track, it is, and it's crazy that you have this soundtrack that has such a mixture of music, but then you have these two tracks, one called the Dark Totem and one called the Light Totem, and they very, they're, they're very rocking, maybe even the most rocking picks, or the rocking track, the, <laughs> what am I trying to say, they're the most rocking tracks on the entire soundtrack. Yes. Too many, too many tracks go. in my sentence. Yeah, man, it was good. This is really good. Track any track, track, track. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to bring us to the close of the show this week, though. Unless you have any closing comments you want to mention before we get on out of here. I think we said it all. All right. Well, then that is going to do it. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible by leveldowngames.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes to BG Mania at leveldowngames.com, much like the Mixmaster did for today's episode. Regardless of the podcast service you're listening through, be sure to show your support by leaving a rating and a review, especially if you're listening through Apple Podcasts. We'd also be grateful if you can drop on over to our YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash games and subscribe there. And if you haven't already, hit up twitch.tv slash games and click that follow button. We actually just crossed uh, 2,600 subscribers while recording. We're at like 2,000, not while recording, but today we're at 2,612 subscribers. We gained a couple throughout the process of our recording. Uh, we're definitely getting bigger in terms of our, our footprint and I like that so but we always are looking to grow even more and reach a bigger audience and bring our love of video game music and bring our love of video games in general to the biggest audience possible help us get the 3000 one of us will shave our head it'll be you because it's very much Probably. it's very easy for but much more easier for you to do than it is for me because I couldn't do it um but yeah man I, I a goal that I had set for for us is to reach 3000 subscribers by the end of February I do think that is obtainable but I think it's going to be a little bit more challenging as we are already over the halfway point in February. So we'll have to see if we can make it. I'd love to do it, but if not, that's okay. Uh, But yeah, uh, 
twitch.tv slash level down games if you don't currently follow us. Stalking us on social media is currently uh, currently acceptable. No, no, no. Stalking us on social media is perfectly acceptable. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook would be the place to do so. Check the description box for the appropriate links. Next week, it's the end of the month. It's the end of February already. February being a short month only has 28 days, sometimes 29 every four years. But uh, yeah, it's the end of the month. So we are obviously going to be doing our radio hour, volume 20. It's going to be a great episode. Five tracks from me, five tracks from Frank, one pick from you, the listener, and one pick from Jessica. Who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe Sean will make an appearance uh, for Radio R as well. I don't know. It's, it's kind of harder to get him into the Radio R's because he his main focus is max level. But uh, anytime that he's able to stick around for BGU Mania, we will always include him like we did last month yeah. for Radio Hour. Taking us out of this episode once again, we have the Light Totem from Turok 2 Seeds of Evil, again composed by Darren Mitchell. Keep the music playing and keep it loud.